remain standing for just a moment. I'm going to read the uh, opening passage of Scripture. It is our custom, not necessarily tradition, uh, to uh, stand during the opening text. Uh, I'm not necessarily a traditionist or try not to be. Amen. The Bible says tradition, the tradition of man, it makes the word of God of none effect. And I don't want anything like that. I don't want anything messing up the word of God in my life. And so, but it is custom for us just to stand and uh, give respect just for the opening passage of Scripture. Amen. Um, actually, in the Old Testament, they stood while the, all, all of the Scripture was being read. So don't worry about that. You don't have to do that around here. Thank God we're not in the Old Testament anymore. Praise God. Hallelujah. So I want to read a, a familiar, in my opinion, a familiar passage of Scripture uh, and then you will be seated. Amen. I want to go to Matthew chapter 3. Uh, media people, I apologize uh, for you know, just giving you this Matthew chapter 3, and we're going to drop down to it, if you will. Um, I, I, I guess I'll start with verse number 1. How about that? Three and one in those days, John came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent. Everybody say, Repent. Repent ye, or you, everybody put their finger on their chest and says, You need to repent. Repentance is for everyone. I will never become righteous enough in myself that I don't need to repent. I wake up every day, the Bible says that I need to renew my mind in the Lord. I need to get my mind. On, the Bible says to cast off the old man, put on the new, and be renewed in your mind. Amen. Repent ye. Why should I repent? For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's here. You need to repent. I need to repent. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, that's Isaiah, Isaiah is called in the New Testament, saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John, you need to prepare God's way. If you want God to move, you need to prepare the way for him. Amen. And that wasn't just for John the Baptist. If you want God to move in your life, you need to prepare a way for him to move in your life. If you want Jesus to show up on the scene of your life, you need to make way for him. Amen. You need to get out of the way. Oh, some of you looking at me cross-eyed. I'm, I'm about to recommend my eye doctor to you in a minute. My God. Verse number four. And the same John had his raiment of camel's hair and a leather, a leathern girdle about his loins, and his meat was locust and wild honey. That was one strange cat. Then went out to him Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region round about Jordan. Now get this, this guy's dressed dressed up in in this uh, camel skin and 
uh, and, and camel's hair and all around his loins, I guess. I don't know what else was going on. And, and his meat or his food was locusts and wild honey, honey dripping down off his mouth and locusts flying all around, locusts falling out of his, out of his pocket and everything else. And this guy, everybody went out to go see that guy. Let me try something like that. Hey, passing the law is his mind. But what he had to communicate was the will and purpose of God, and it was successful because he had a word from God. How many want a word from the Lord? So you can't focus on all that other stuff. You got to sense when it's a word coming from the Lord. And I don't care what the preacher looked like. I don't care if he's smelling like honey and, and, and insects flying all around and all that. If it's the word of God, I want it. I may feel that way. I want a word from God. All right, here we go. Verse number six. All these people. Everybody say all. Notice he said they came from Jerusalem, all Judea, and all the region round about Jordan. All of them came. And were baptized of him in Jordan, confessing their sins. Too many times people trying to hide their sins. They don't want to confess their sin. The Bible said all have sinned and fall glory to God. All. I know you've been standing for a while. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Now these were the religious folk. He said, I don't, need, I don't need that new Jesus. I don't need that. I, got, I have my religion, baptism. What are you talking about? So the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they came to his baptism. They didn't say they came to be baptized. They just came to his baptism. The rest came to be baptized. They came to his baptism, and, and, and John saw them. And, and I just want to read a few more verses, if you will. And, um, and then John said, Old generation of vipers. He called them devils. I mean, uh, snakes. Old generation of vipers. If I call you snake, you run out of here. You won't come back. I understand that. Who have warned you to flee from the wrath of God or the wrath to come? So you come out here to flee the wrath to come. In verse number eight, bring forth, therefore, fruits, meat for repentance. So in other words, bring me something to show you're repenting. And so he was telling, hey, the repentance is not for these folks who are saying they sin. It's for you righteous folks, you Pharisees and religious folks. Bring me some, bring me some repentance. Are you, did you come here just to take a look or did you come here to repent? You recognize God has shown up. That's why everybody else is here. Verse number nine. And think not to say within yourself. We have Abraham to our father. Abraham is our father. I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And now also the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which bringeth forth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. I indeed baptize, or verse number 11, I'm sorry, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. Hey, I'm doing this because God told me to do it. I'm baptizing you in this water unto repentance. You need to go down in this water, and you need to repent, John was saying. 
He said, this is the message that I received from the Lord. This is the message that God gave me to prepare the way of the Lord. If the Lord's way is going to be prepared, there needs to be some repentance going on. If the way the Lord is going to be prepared, there's going to be some baptism going on. He said, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I'm not even worthy to, to unleash or unloose or to, to bear in this particular verse. And he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge the floor and gather his wheat in the garner. And he will burn up the chaff with, un, with unquenchable fire. Verse number 13. I'm really coming down to the close. Then cometh Jesus from Galilee um, to Jordan and to John to be baptized. Notice this. The one, that, the one that we are baptized for, the one that gives us the reason to be baptized, is coming on the scene getting baptized himself. So here we are. Jesus came to, uh, from Galilee to Jordan and to John to be baptized of him. John forbade him. John said, no way in the world is this happening. Saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, comest thou to me? And Jesus answering and said unto him, suffer it to be so now. It has to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Jesus said, I have to be baptized to fulfill righteousness. And I'm going to go on. Then he suffered him. Uh, so John let him get baptized. And then Jesus, and Jesus, when he was baptized, verse number 16, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him. Notice that after Jesus came up out of the waters, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. Verse number 17, and lo, a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Won't you clap your hands to the Lord now that you can be seated? You can be seated in Jesus' name. Whew. That was the longest opening I ever had in my life. I, I, I heard knees buckling. I heard a, vo heard a voice crying, man, when is this guy going to let me sit down? So anyway, we, we, we find this, uh, this uh, passage of Scripture. This is not a story. This is a fact. This is a reality. This is an account that transpired uh, 2,000, almost 2,000 years ago, where John the Baptist, the Bible says that, that John the Baptist would be born and that he would be uh, the greatest prophet born among women. And John the Baptist came on the scene to prepare the way of the Lord and the, the, this New Testament plan of salvation that God would offer. You see, the children of Israel were offered, um, uh, as you know, a covenant when they were in Egypt. And God's covenant was this. Hey, I will bring you out of the bondage that you're in, and I will bring you into a land flowing with milk and honey. I'm going to bless you, and you'll be my people, and I'll be your God. And this is a covenant. This is an agreement. This is a pact. This is a testament. Hey, I am here to deliver you, to be your God, to, 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 to let everyone else know that we, we, the relationship that we have, and all you have to do is agree to this, and I'm going to bring you in and through the Red Sea, 
and I'm going to have the cloud to cover you. As a matter of fact, the uh, book of Corinthians tells us that they were all baptized into the cloud and unto the sea. In other words, the cloud that covered them represented the Spirit of God, and, and they needed to be under the Spirit of God, and they had to all go through or be baptized, according to 1 Corinthians, in the Red Sea. They all needed water baptism and spirit baptism. They all, and even in the Old Testament, God had a plan. And not only did they need the water baptism and the spirit baptism, but they also needed the blood to be applied and to be sprinkled. And so everywhere you saw the children of Israel, you saw blood being sprinkled and being applied. And when the day that God said, I'm going to deliver you out of Egypt, you're going to have to take that blood and put it on your doorpost, and you're going to have to put it on the lentils and on the side. And when I allowed the deaf angel to pass by when it sees the blood it will pass over your house because you have the blood applied to your life it's not good enough to slay the lamb it's not good enough for the lamb to die on the 10th day and for you to lay it up on the 14th day you have to have the blood applied to your household Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God slain before the foundation of the earth he was slain for us but we must have the blood applied He died for us, but the question is, has the, has the blood been applied? Now, they couldn't apply it any, anyway. They had to find out God's way. And so anyway, then the Bible says that they went out with a high hand. Amen. God delivered them, and they, the Bible says they, they had to go through the Red Sea, and they had to cloud over them, and that represented, once again, the Holy Ghost, the, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and it also represented them being water baptized. And we find in the New Testament where John comes on the scene because the Bible tells us in the Old Testament that God was going to give the people of God, that them being the Israelites, a new covenant. But he said in the new covenant, it won't be just you, but it will also be the Gentiles too. And he said it's going to be anybody that God cause even to them that are far off hey this thing he said it's too big for just a group of people i'm going to offer to everybody hey this grace i have is just too great for just one race i have to give it to everybody because we serve a good god he's no respecter of persons and so we find in the old testament the old testament is ending and the bible says there was silence for 400 years, it was a years of silence where God said, and he promised, you know what, I'm going to start something new. And when I start something new, the Bible says, hey, the Lord, the king that you uh, seek, he shall suddenly come to his temple. But before he does that, I'm going to send the voice of, of the hymn cried in the wilderness. I'm going to send this man, this prophet, to prepare the way for me. And it was that very John that prepared the way for the Lord. And when he stepped on the scene, he told all of Israel, it didn't matter who you were. It didn't matter how great great you were. It didn't matter how insignificant you thought you were. It didn't matter how religious you were. It didn't matter how righteous you were. It didn't matter how sinful you were. He said if you belong to God, repentance is necessary. Everybody, it's for everybody. Everybody needs to decide, I need to turn to God. And so those sinners, harlots, Republicans, everybody. Jesus said it's for you. And the religious folks, they, 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 they couldn't stand that. Hey, it's just for, it's for them. Man, this thing can't be for God. 
this thing cannot be from God. And, and all of them came, and they were confessing their sins, and they were going down in the water, and they were getting baptized. And, and John said, hey, I, I, I know you feel that this is a move of God, and it is a move of God. Hey, I know what you're feeling, and, you, and things are happening, and you're repenting, and everybody came to repent. Everybody came to be baptized, all of Jordan. All of Jerusalem and Judea, they all came down to get baptized. Those religious folks came and they like, man, what are you doing? And, and, and the Bible tells us that the, the Pharisees, they rejected the counsel of God being not baptized by John. They rejected God's plan for them because they refused to be baptized. I think that's John 5 and 18. I can't remember. Uh, but they refused. And I could be wrong. I'm just throwing it off the top of my head. But it's somewhere around there. They refused to be baptized. And the Bible says they rejected the counsel of God. Hey, when they, the counsel means God had, he, you know, if I come in for counsel, somebody that's telling me something I need to do. And God was giving them instruction, and they refused to do it. I don't know about you, but when God is giving me some instruction, I'm going to do what he tells me to do. And so he sent John the Baptist to prepare the way for, for the Lord. So the Lord was suddenly coming. The Lord that they sought was coming. And they, he didn't come in the way that they thought. And when he came, they didn't even recognize him. I'm telling you what, if Jesus showed up in this place, you wouldn't even realize who he was. Because he's been here for about an hour. And so, John the Baptist came to prepare the way of the Lord. And he started talking about repentance and, and baptism. They're like, oh, no, no, no. What are you talking about, man? You had to go up to the temple and you had to slay some animals and, 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 and you had to say this, this, this thing and you had to do it this way. And you had to, you know, you had to burn these incense and they had all, everything all figured out. And, and John said, hey, I don't know about all that. Hey, I, I know what God told me to do. And, and, and then, John, then Jesus comes on the scene. Now, obviously, they didn't know who he is was right they didn't know who jesus was he walked around and don't tell me they knew who he was because they killed him didn't know who he was maybe a few and and, and so they, they they received a healing there when he was feeding people they, they took that <laughs> but when he was getting whipped and beat i knew he was a fake on the cross, it was just but a few folks laying around there. On the day of Pentecost, it was only 120. He healed, I mean, he, he fed 5,000 at one time. Not even counting women and children. 3,000 on another occasion. People were being healed and delivered. People being raised from the dead and people receiving their children that were uh, half dead and all that. He's casting out devils, doing all that. You would think, man, everybody was. All of Jordan, all, all of Judea, all of those people came out to Je What happened to all those people? So anyway, John the Baptist came and he preached the message that God gave. Hey, you need to repent. You know how it is. Somebody tell us we need to repent. We can start blowing up. What? What are you trying to say about me? You know how it is. Man, you need to repent of your sin. We think it's something bad. We think somebody just cursed at us. I, 
you know, when the Bible says it's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. So when somebody is being used of God and says you need to repent, you know what that is? That's the goodness of God. Apostle prayed that I, uh, he, I pray that God will grant you repentance. And, and you know what I mean? And so that's not a bad thing. Amen. I like I like it when the Lord slapped me so and said, hey, you need to repent for that thing right there. Like, oh, man, I want to have every everything taken care of and under the blood, folks. Repentance is your friend. And so John came preaching repentance. Those religious folks, they got mad at repentance. But those who knew they were sinners, man, they came running. Oh, my goodness. I know that's for me. <laughs> and nobody else may have seen what I've done. I know that's not right. And so they was taking care of that. And then John, then John the Baptist, he, he's just going about his business. You know, he's dunking people. Every now and then. Chew on the locust, pop. <laughs> Sip some honey. Keep his energy up. He had to have that protein. All those people, he was baptizing. All those people coming around being baptized. He's one guy. Muscles getting tight and getting sore. Getting that protein, eating those locusts. A lot of protein. The next thing you know, he, he kind of baptized somebody. He looked at, you know, staring out the corner of his eye. He sees this guy coming. And then he's all of a sudden, man, he starts to get excited and nervous at the same time. You know how it is. You get excited and nervous at the same time. That little fear factor sets in and you know something is happening. And you're like a deer in the headlights. You just don't know what to do because the spirit of God is moving. And that's how it is in church, you know, when, the, when, when God is moving on your life and, and you can really feel and sense something, but it makes you a little afraid. Why? Because it's the supernatural taking place, and we're natural beings. Don't think it's strange just because you start getting nervous when things begin to move and the preachers begin to preach, and it's like, I don't know what God's going to expect of me. I don't know if I should do this. And, and you know when somebody gets to talking about baptism, you know you feel like you want to be baptized, but then there's just this fear and say, ah, I don't know if I'm quite ready yet. I don't know what's expecting me, or I got to get rid of this, and I know I still have some things here in my life, and I got to get that, and you say, no, I don't know about that because of all these things, and you don't realize that it's the baptism that want to take everything and put it under the blood. It's how the blood is applied. trying to get it and fix it and all that and God is saying I'm just trying to put that thing under the blood and when you go down in the water that's what a lot of people don't know I'm going to hit it in a minute not realizing and so John be baptized and he see Jesus come Jesus coming man he can sense it something is happening whoa Jesus he, he realizes it's the Lamb of God. And the, the Bible says, he said, I realized and I saw it. And I, he said, this is the Lamb of God coming in. And it was revealed to him, this is the one. This is who we all been waiting for. Everybody, all of mankind, including myself. I'm baptizing, but I know I need to be baptizing him, John said. He said, there's somebody that's coming mighty enough. I'm putting people down in this water, and I'm telling people they need to repent and confess their sin, which is not the same thing. Just because you confess it don't mean you're repenting of it. You got to confess and repent. You see, if you repent, we know you're confessing. 
Some people just confess their sin. You know, they go up to the, the, in the courtroom. I've done wrong. I committed. Yeah, I did it. That's right. I did it. Some of them bring. I did it. That's right. That's confession. I, I said I did it. They're not sorry. They come out of jail. The minute they get out, they do it again. Why? Because they're not sorry. They're not reformed. Confession is not it. And you had some people, and I'm sorry, I, I'm going to knock it out of the water. Some people say, all you got to do is confess it right now, and you are saved. Now, I don't believe that. All you got to do is confess your sin, and Jesus is going to poop. That's not, no, I'm telling you what. Blow that false doctrine out of the water. If all I got to tell God is that I'm a sinner, he already knows you're a sinner. You're not telling him anything he doesn't already know. Or you say just because you just tell the truth to God. He already knows. He didn't call you. He didn't say. He, oh, he didn't die to deliver you or, or, or to save you in your sin. I said he did not die to save you in your sin. He died. He saved you while you were sinners, but he died to deliver you out of. He didn't say I'm going to leave y'all in Egypt. Once the blood is you coming up out of your bondage. Coming up out of that thing, I got a place for you, man. It's flowing with milk and honey. I like that type of thing because I used to confess my sin. I just, the church I came to, I went in that booth, I confessed it. Hello? Man, I came back next week, man, I, I still felt the same way. Everything was still the same. I was still doing, wasn't anything happening. Hey, man, what in the world's going on? I supposed to feel good. So then I would come and get that, 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 uh, that red juice and those white wafers. Think if I take care of that, it's going to take care of my sin. I knew I still wasn't right. Oh, I messed somebody, see, I messed somebody up. I messed somebody up. I know we don't have no enough Pharisee stuff up in here, right? Something, something wasn't right. But anyway, I'm, I'm, and then here we go. We're going back. We, you know, we're going back and forth. So, so here we go. They, Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. And he gets there, and John says, hey, no, I, I, I need to be baptized to you, Je Jesus. Jesus. Who is our Lord and Savior? Who, who, the one, who is the one that we're supposed to believe in? Jesus. Jesus. Who is the one that we're supposed to follow? Jesus. He, who is the one that's supposed to be our example? Man, you guys, you got it 100. The answer is Jesus. No matter what the question is, the answer is always Jesus. No matter what the test is, no matter what the quiz is, the answer is always Jesus. If you're being drilled, it's Jesus. If it's classwork, it's Jesus. If it's homework, it's Jesus. Everywhere you go, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus is the answer. He's and so, he comes, he's there, Jesus. It's right there. And now it's time. And Jesus said, hey, John said, hey, no, I, I can't do that. I can't, I, I know, I can't baptize you. I recognize who you are, and I know what I need, and I need to be baptized. And Jesus turned that thing around, and he says, hey, it behooved us. It is necessary for us. To do this. Could you put that verse on the screen? Verse, there we go. Suffer it 
to be so now. Uh, now, and for thus it becometh. And if you look at uh, Luke, I believe it said, behoove us. It becometh. And that word becometh, mean, it, it doesn't mean it, it becomes us. It means it's, it, it is necessary. It, we must do this. It has to be done. You see, people say, well, Jesus didn't need to be baptized because he didn't have any sin in him. Right? Right. Jesus was not baptized to, to um, be washed from sin. Jesus was baptized so he couldn't sin. Here we are. You see, because if he didn't get baptized and if it was the will of God, then that would have been sin. The Bible says, he who knows to do good and doeth not is sin unto him. And it was the will of God for Jesus to go down in this water to fulfill all righteousness. And he fulfilled all righteousness. Everything that he was supposed to do as a man, he did. Everything the Father said to do, he did. When the Father said, go here, he did it. He said, I only do what my Father say to do. I only speak what my Father say to speak. I heal when my Father says to heal. Hey, I deliver when my Father says to deliver. And he's the only one who fulfilled all righteousness. And so it was necessary for the one who was sinless to be baptized to fulfill righteousness. Because if the Pharisees rejected the counsel of God when they did not get baptized, the same would apply to Jesus. If he didn't get baptized, he would have rejected the counsel of God. Because God is no respected person. And what he requires of one, he requires of all. And so he said, okay, hold up here. Jesus said, no, I need to go down in this water. This is the will of God. This is the purpose of God. I'm going down. Somebody tell me, no, I don't think it's necessary to be baptized. Jesus thought it was necessary for him to be baptized. Are you better than Jesus? I hear some religious folks talking that mess. Oh, that isn't, that isn't necessary. Oh, you, you just do this to prove everything to everybody else. That's just an outward demonstration to everybody else to show. No, it's not to show nobody else. It's to show God. Because if no one else is around and I go down in this water, God saw it as an act of faith. And the Bible says as many as are baptized are baptized into Jesus Christ. Know ye not that when we are baptized, we are buried with him by baptism, according to Romans chapter 6 and verse number 3. As many as are baptized are baptized unto Christ. The Bible says when we are baptized, we are buried with Christ. I have a question for you. When did you get that blood applied? I'm just going to be honest. If you, didn't, if you weren't baptized, that blood wasn't applied. You see, that blood, if he died, he was bruised. He had blood all over him. Hello? And when I'm buried with someone that has all that, if I was actually, if, literally, if somebody beat him and bruised him and all that, he died, he got blood all on him, and then I'm buried with him, that blood is on me. Right? That blood is on me. And that's what the scripture is saying in Romans chapter 6, that when you are baptized, you're actually buried with Christ. Blood is applied. Hey, that's on the screen. I think he put it up there for me. Right? See that? You want to have the death, burial, resurrection? You want to have that applied to you? Oh, here we go. You see, because I, I, I have a problem. We all have a problem. And that's religion. 
Religion is not your friend. Do you know that Jesus didn't have anything nice to say about religion? See, I said, I see, I knew you. I'm religious. I came with you, you know. I don't want to be religious. I want to be godly. Jesus said, hey, the only time he spoke good of religion in two times in the Bible. Every time, every other time in the Bible, religion was spoke ba- spoken bad of. Every other time. Every other time. Really, you can study it. I don't, I'm not making anything up. He, uh, he said this when there's pure religion. Right. And, and so, I, hey, I, I just want to do what God tells me to do. And that's what Jesus did. He just wanted to do whatever the Father said to do. He was the son. He was God robed in flesh. He, whatever God told him to do, whatever the spirit of God, the voice of God, the father told him to do, he would do. And when he went down in the water, I'm almost done here. When Jesus Christ went down in the water, the Bible said the Holy Ghost (laughs) fell. And so then now here we are. Goes down in the water. The Holy Ghost falls. John the Baptist, he preached it. He said, hey, I'm preparing the way of the Lord. And this is the way of the Lord. He said, don't you know I came to preach of repentance and, 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 and baptism in water, but there's somebody who's coming mightier than I. He's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And so the, the Bible tells us, put, uh, Roman's going to do two more scriptures on the screen really quickly, though. John chapter 3, verse number, f- number 5, real quickly. Here we are, John 3, 5. Jesus answered, verily, verily, which means truly, truly. This is true. You want to hear something tr- that's true? Jesus says, true, true. I say unto thee, except a man or woman be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. You see, that's the same thing Jesus preached. That's the same thing John preached, being born of water and of the spirit. That's water baptism and spirit baptism. How, does I, how, do, I, how, how do I know that? I'll put Acts chapter 2, verse 36 on the screen really quickly, please. We'll read all the way down to verse 39. I'm just going to give a quick Bible study. See, you know, religion does this. It tells you, you know what? You don't really have to learn you know, what the Bible really has to say. You just listen to somebody say something, something real good, and you just believe that thing that sounds really good. If it sounds really good enough, hey, you're going to feel good about it. You don't have to really find out what God has to say. Hello? Therefore, let all the house of Israel know surely uh, that, that God that made that same Jesus whom you have crucified, both Lord and Christ. We know Jesus Christ was crucified for our sin, right? Right. We know that he was crucified for our sins. So they heard that he was crucified for their sin. The Bible says, oh, keep so No, go back. I, I appreciate you being, you know, quick on the draw. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know why. See, some people try to say that wasn't that wasn't for everybody. That was just for the Jews. No, it was for the house of Israel, because at that time, that's all it was. That we're in the Old Testament like that and that all that, that God have made the same Jesus whom you have crucified. Both Lord and Christ. Christ is the anointed one. Christ is the Savior. And notice that he didn't say he made him the Savior. He said he made him Lord first. In order for Jesus to become Savior, he needs to be Lord. Now, the Lord is someone that tells you what to do. If you have the mindset, nobody's going to tell me what to do, you can't have a Lord. 
If you can't have a Lord, you can't have a Savior. It's an impossibility to have a Savior without a Lord because he's both. Now, the Bible says that when they heard this, thank you very much, next verse. When they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. You know how it is. Sometimes you come to church service, man, that preacher says something, man, this kind of cuts you right there. You know what I mean? And yeah, who's, who's, oh, I like that, yes, sir. You know? Hit you right there. Oh, he got me. Now you don't want to move. You move, it's going to hurt even worse. And, or somebody's going to see it. Blood's going to be spitting out everywhere. And you got to keep your cool, you know. Yeah. Ain't hit me, I'm fine. Ain't hey, one for me. When they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. Now, see, pricking in the heart can do either two things. It can bring forth conviction. Well, your heart says, you know what, I, I realize something. This, I need to get this right. Or it can bring forth condemnation and anger and bitterness. Who do you think he's talking to? One or the other. Yeah. Right. You're not coming back to that church anymore. Who do you think he is? Judging me. I can't judge anybody. The word does the judging. And guess what? The word says we all are sinners, including the one holding the microphone. I can't judge you. I need the same blood you need. I need the same Jesus you need. I need the same Savior you need. Hallelujah. I need to repent just like you do. I'm not some holy father where everybody kissing my ring and all that. I don't want to touch that. When they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts. Pricking in the heart is a good thing because that means repentance is working and I need repentance to work in my life. The Bible says it's the will of God that all should come to repentance. It's God's will for that pricking to work in my heart. It's the will of God for me to feel that when I come to church. Not just to feel good, but for when the word of God is preached, for it to bring some conviction in my heart. I know that's right. I know I need God. I, I can't hide this stuff anymore. And when they were pricked in their hearts, like some of you are now, they said to Peter and the rest of the, the apostles. Now, if anybody knew the message of salvation, they did. They said to Peter and the rest of the apostles. I was going to throw a couple of names out. They ain't go ask the TV evangelists. They didn't go ask somebody who's on the radio. All that. It asked the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? I need to know what to do. Now, I believe Jesus is Lord, and I want him to be Lord in my life. And I believe he's the Christ, the Savior, the anointed one. I want him to be that in my life. I need some anointing in my life. I need some salvation in my life. I need him. They said, men and brethren, what shall we do? Next verse. Here's where I'm coming to a close. Church, you can just begin to pray softly. You see, then Peter said unto them, repent. You see the message? Now, if I went to a church, uh, a, 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 um, a big, large political church, that's trying to get everybody's money, I'm not going to tell people to repent. You know what I'm going to say? 
Just come accept Jesus in your heart. That's less threatening. That's all you have to do. Just come and accept Jesus in your heart. But Peter, standing up, filled with the Holy Ghost, he said, I'm letting you know. Just like when John the Baptist came on the scene and said, hey, you need to repent. Just like when Jesus came on the scene, he said, you need to repent. That was Jesus' message, by the way. When he walked throughout all the land for three and a half years, he preached repentance for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And so here we are. Peter said, repent. And be baptized. Same message that was preached by Jesus. Same message that was preached by um, John the Baptist. You'll find it's the same message that's preached by the apostle uh, Paul and every other apostle in the Bible. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Is there anyone in this place that want to make sure their sins are forgiven? Is there anybody in this place that want to have their sins under the blood? Is there about anyone in this place that want to make sure God has said, yeah, I have forgiven that? Notice what the scripture has said. Notice what the Bible says. That if we repent and we're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, it's for the forgiveness or the remission, the removal of our sins. You see, that's why we're baptized. That's why we go down in the water. It has nothing to do with anything else. I don't care what anybody else has to say. I'm going to believe what the word of God has to say. And the Bible says this. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You see, that's the word of God. That's the plan of God. John said, if you repent and you're baptized, repentance, and you're baptized, he said, there's one that's coming mightier than I. He's going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Jesus preached the same message. Jesus said, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter to the kingdom of God. Peter started preaching the same message here. Repent and be baptized, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Friend, God did not make this thing complicated. Why don't you stand, please? Religion can't save you. I don't care how good you may think you are. I don't care how good I may think I am. My goodness can't save me. I can go down town and find some homeless people and feed them and think now that I'm, I'm a good person because I fed the hungry. Friend, being a good person in that gut regard cannot save you. But there is a God that loved me and said, I'm going to send, I'm going to robe myself in flesh and send that flesh to die for your sins. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The only visible manifestation of God that we can see. Jesus said, when you see me, you see the Father. Yep. He died for you and I. He died for our sins. And he said it this way, if you have faith in me, and if you have faith in my name, I'm going to remove your sin. Now, I don't know about you, but no one else has been able to remove my sin yet. But God says, I will forget it. And I will place your sin in the sea of forgetfulness where the Bible says, I will remember it no more. Amen.
I didn't come here to preach some fancy message to make you think I'm a good preacher. I didn't come here trying to solicit anything. I came here to appeal to you. If you have never been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the permission of your sins, if you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, that gift is for you. The next verse, Eddie. I was going to go down to the next verse. After Peter preached his message, he says the promise that he just talked about, repentance, baptism, and receiving the Holy Ghost, the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Everybody say, that promise from God is for me. I got a question for you. Right here, verse number 39 says that that promise is to everybody that God calls. Is God calling you? Has God called you? Well, the promise that he just spoke of in verse number 38 is for you. Won't you lift your hands up where you are? We're going to say a prayer of repentance together. If you need to be baptized, we have plenty of robes. We have towels. We have nice water. Nice, clean water. Amen. If you, if you believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins and you know that you're living a life that you, you want to repent of your sins, and we can take care of that right now, you can be baptized. God promised the gift of his spirit. It's for you. He died for you. He died to fill you with his spirit. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, once you take somebody by the hand next to you, would you lift your hands up to him? We're going to pray together. God, we pray right now that you would grant repentance in our lives. Come on. I believe somebody, if you, if you heard from God today, why don't you say it in your own words? Why don't you acknowledge where you are? Hey, nobody's righteous in and of themselves. I don't care how good you are. I don't, hear how, I, don't, I don't care how good of a person you may be. I'm glad you're a good person. We still need Jesus. Father, Forgive me for every sin, everything that I've committed against you. God, everything I've done wrong. God, forgive me for those hidden sins. Lord, forgive me for those things that I've done that I felt was right. God, help me, help me to line up with your word. God, I want your word hidden in my heart that I will not sin against you. God, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you would lead and, and you would guide and that you would direct my life. I give myself to you right now. I give my heart to you. God, I give my mind to you. I give my life to you. God, wrap me in your arms and take me, Lord. I don't want to be self-righteous. I want your righteousness, God. Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I seek you right now, Lord. I need you right now. And I acknowledge I need you. I acknowledge what I am. I acknowledge who I am. Even in my best. Even in, with my best state. God, it still falls short. I need your blood, God, applied to my life. Let your goodness lead me to repentance. Grant repentance in my life. Grant a change of mind and a change of direction in me. Repentance is simply a change of mind and a change of direction. Repentance is simply saying, I need you, God. Direct me. Direct my path. Come on, let's pray together, folks.
Come on, let's pray together in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, let's just be sensitive to the hell Holy Ghost. Amen, in Jesus' name. Why don't we do this all over the house? If you will, I want everybody to just come on up towards the front, and we're just going to pray together. Come on, if you know you need his righteousness. Hey, if you know you don't want to be filled with your own. If the promise is unto you. Come on, we're just going to begin to pray again all over the house right now. God is doing some work in every individual. Amen. God loves us right now in the name of Jesus. That's it right there. In Jesus' name, won't we continue to pray? That's it in Jesus' name. Amen. Won't you just close your eyes and just begin to focus on him right now. Let's go back to that prayer of repentance. Let's go back to that prayer of allowing God to search our hearts. Let's go back to that prayer of allowing God to search our minds and our thoughts. Anything that's not like you, Lord, I give it to you. I can't do it by myself. I need your help, God. I need your direction, Lord. I need your spirit. I need your word. Right now. Come on, that's it all over the house. Come on, find somebody to pray with right now. I don't want anybody alone. Come on, we need one another. Come on, in Jesus' name. Find somebody to pray with right now, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Come on, God want to fill somebody with his spirit. Yes, he does. The Bible says when a person is filled with the spirit, they begin to speak in an unknown tongue. In a language that's not English, a language that you don't know, not your original language. Come on, God desires to give somebody the baptism of the Holy Ghost right here. The Bible says we receive the Holy Ghost by faith. If you have faith, God will give you the promise of the Father. Come on, let's begin to pray right now. I surrender. I surrender, I surrender, Lord. The change. I want to see must first begin with me in the name of Jesus so I surrender I surrender unto you oh God I surrender oh God I lay myself 